Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 1057 The Fan. Means with the pitch, a swing and a solid smash. Deep left center field to the track, to the wall. It is a gunner for Goldsmith into the bullpen. Next pitch to Richie is hit high and deep to right field, and that's gone. A no-doubter to right. His second home run of the night. Thought he had some good change-ups and made a mistake there with Palacios with the curveball, but fastball change-up were really good. Um, not at that point with what the score was and where they were in there with Goldschmidt there and Arnado coming up um, with a 3-2 game. I, do I push him for 8 to 10 more pitches? Uh, I thought the right thing to do was get Lopi in there at that time. It's a good feeling, but at the same time, like, I want to give my team a chance to win. I felt like I made a few too many mistakes, left some balls over the plate, but other than that, it's still good to feel you know, healthy afterwards. Just try to stay within, you know, work on the breasts and, and kind of be in the moment mentally. I've had a lot of time to try and work on that over the past couple seasons. So I uh, try to take that, you know, take it day by day and, and take what I've learned. John Means, first start since April the 13th of 2022 for the Orioles was not a successful one in the fact that the Orioles did not win the game. Gave them a chance to win game as he goes five innings. Gave up a couple of home runs there. Goldschmidt got him in the first. And then uh, Palacios, Towson University kid, got him as well. So he came off the bench, actually, to replace Nolan Gorman, who got hurt. So Palacios comes in, hits two home runs. As an aside, one of the cool things about uh, Jorge Lopez being back is here in Brandon High, call him Lopi. There's Lopi. <laughs> Lopi came in, and then Lopi got rocked, gave up a couple of runs there. Jorge Lopez, by the way, ineligible for the postseason roster because the Orioles got him after September 1st. But as we talked about yesterday with Ryan Ripken, we're going to talk about it later on today with Jim Hunter. The fact that John Means got through five innings, hit 94 on the gun, and did not walk off under the attendant care of medical staff is huge. The difference in the game last night Adam Wainwright, 20 years ago, Adam Wainwright used to throw 98, 99 miles an hour. It's like the old Frank Tanana line. Frank Tanana, for those who may not know, he was a guy that in the 70s threw like hip. Him and Nolan Ryan were the two hardest throwing pitchers in baseball. And they both pitched for the Angels. Frank Tanana would hit 98, 99 on a regular basis. And then Tanana suffered a shoulder problem, had to change his... uh, mechanics and change his whole mindset pitched with our buddy Joe Orsalak with the Mets in the 90s but Tanana's like well it's funny because in the 70s I threw in the 90s in the 90s I throw in the 70s (laughs) and that's kind of what Adam Wainwright is right now but the difference in the game and if you look at some of these like the Ty Block got him in San Francisco or Colorado a couple of weeks ago 
Zach Davies, two former Orioles, ironically enough, mesmerized them to to some level in Arizona. These soft tossers tend to throw them off from time to time. The difference in the game last night between the Orioles winning the series and getting their 92nd and getting a game in the standings because luckily for them, Tampa lost. Magic number now down to three, by the way. Orioles were one for 12 with runners in scoring position. One for 12. And before you have a misguided, they suck in that area. They lead Major League Baseball in batting average with runners in scoring position. 288. So this is an aberration. Five hits here. Six hits there. Four for nine there. They hit 288. Well, it was last night going into the game. Well, actually after last night with runners in scoring position. It's like a team, Vinny, to use a football analogy that usually dominates in third down conversions. And they're one for 12 for a game. It happens. And especially over the course of 162 games. So they had Wainwright first inning. Should have. First and second, two walks. Couldn't get anything done. No hard contact either. Nope. Until the fifth, when it looked like when they cut it three to two, that maybe they were about to blow things open. And quite frankly, I thought they were, but they didn't. But one for 12 runners in scoring position, that's your ball game right there. And a guy that wasn't even in the starting lineup hitting two homers, doing some damage. And we'll give him credit, Palacios, because he went to Towson U from New York. But he went to Towson. So, Palacios, congratulations to you. Doing well in front of some people, I'm sure, that at Cannon Yards knew you from your days playing for the Tigers. But he, it's a loss. Yeah, They he, still have a chance to win the series yeah. tonight. And Tampa lost. So that's what we just yeah. said is Tampa lost to Minnesota, which we'll get to. Kyle Gibson going for his 15th win against Drew Rom. Vinny, trivia question. Who's Drew Rom? Drew Rom. No idea. He's the guy the Orioles traded to get Jack Flaherty. Learn something new every day here on Vinny and Haney. What up, five seven the pit? Twenty three year old left hander, part of a three. He was three players to go. Has struggled with the Cardinals. Jack Flaherty, of course, not even pitching in the series. But Drew Rom, you know, not exactly throwing ninety. Not Frank Tanana, nineteen seventies. But if you need to be motivated for a game. And you have a chance to win a series. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing Drew Rom pitching in front of a lot of dudes he played minor league baseball with, and he did get a cup of coffee here in Baltimore, is probably going to look to succeed more than any other opportunity, I guess, so far with St. Louis. How many? That was Wainwright's 199th win right last night. And uh, there was three teams that he hadn't beat. You know who those teams were, Bob? Well, I'm going to guess Baltimore. They were one. Uh, there's got to be two other American League teams. Yeah. Yankees was one. There you go. Who yeah. was the other one? I don't know, but he beat Baltimore last night, so he's down to two. All right. Uh, paying that one off. Orioles, by the way, with the win on Saint uh, over St. Louis on Monday, they beat every team in baseball this year. That's now they're trying to win another series. So they lose last night. I'm not pressing any panic buttons. Had an opportunity to do some damage. Couldn't get it done. You do want to win the series, however. Because Tampa's coming to town tomorrow, start an epic four-game set. National TV tomorrow night, 7-15. 
And then you've got Apple TV on a Friday. It's Adam Jones retirement celebration night sold out already. And then the weekend rolls through. So who knows the Orioles right now, three games up in the American league East could really do some serious damage to Tampa and their quest to win this thing. Orioles have been in first place for almost two months now. So now you're just trying to close the deal. Playoff berth is inevitable, might be clinched by the end of this week. So we'll see how it goes. But a loss last night, 5-2. to two. Orioles lose to the Cardinals, trying to regroup tonight. 5-30, it's Baltimore baseball tonight. Me and Ryan Ripken, live from Pickles Pump. It's BBT brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. We'll talk Orioles with Jim Hunter coming up here at the top of the hour. So please don't call in saying the Orioles suck with runners in scoring position because they don't. They sucked last night, but on the season, they are the number one team of all the teams, 30. They lead the major leagues batting average with runners in scoring position. So there you are. Ravens on the field coming up Sunday at Cincinnati, three and a half point underdogs to the Bengals. Ravens will be decimated. No J.K. Dobbins, but two starters, probably Gonzo on the offensive line. Against a Cincinnati team that has a couple of players that can get to the opposing quarterback. Yeah, their def- their defense their defense is good. I watch about a quarter and a half. I will watch the rest this afternoon from the last week's game, but their defensive front gets after. Uh, I mean, they get it. Sam Hubbard, you know, and Hendrickson. They're going to cause some problems. You know, the ball's going to have to come out quick. Uh, I mean, that's just all there is to it because defensively, they're you know DJ Reader at nose tackle too. They're, they're good on defense. I was impressed with them defensively. So the Ravens, however, dealing with injuries, which is a major problem for them, and injuries that I don't know will deflate them inside the locker room. Now they're back at practice today, of course. But, you know, there was a big sting and a pall over the team after the win Sunday mm-hmm. because of what happened with J.K. Dobbins. And I know you're not a big fan of uh, – Ronnie Stanley, at least in regards to his toughness and his want to playing through injuries. But Linderbaum's injury looked kind of, I'm not a doctor. That one looked pretty severe because Stanley was on the sidelines out there yucking it up after he left the game. Linderbaum looked like he was in some pretty severe distress there with the Uh, high ankle sprain. I'm hoping, Bob, but I'm guessing it's a high ankle sprain. And if it's a high ankle sprain, you know, probably four to six weeks would be my guess. I mean, when you play one game and you lose four starters, that is not a good start. I mean, yeah, of course you put a, I mean, if you're Harbs driving home, you're, you know, you're not, I mean, all right, we're one and oh, but you know, now we've got four starters that we got to replace for the next game. Not only the next game for about three or four games. And then two of them, I may be gone for the year. So I mean that was a that was a costly win. Now you go to Cincinnati, a team that lost their first game and lost handily. Yeah. Joe Burrow was only sacked twice, but he got clobbered many other times. The Ravens did get five sacks against the Houston Texans and their offensive line that was minus a bunch of starters. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati appears to be at full strength as they've redone the tackle positions. Jonah Williams now on the right side. And, of course, Zeus Jr. making some big money on the left side. I mean, Cleveland can get after the quarterback pretty – I mean, Garrett's one of the best in the league. And on both sides, watching that tape, Orlando Brown and Jonah Williams, I mean, they're getting a chip 
all the time. Uh, I mean, they're going to have to help these guys, the two tackles, because neither one handles speed very well. Jonah Williams doesn't handle power very well. So um, they give them help, and they need help um, blocking pass rushers. Ravens three and a half point underdogs. Can they steal a win? Get to two and zero would be their first division win. Cincinnati would drop to zero and two, not only overall but in the AFC North, which puts them in a little bit of peril. Ravens beat Cincinnati, and I'm not saying they will. We're doing picks on Friday. Then you have a rookie quarterback in the Colts coming to town, and then you go to Cleveland and Pittsburgh back to back weeks. Where you know if they lose to Cincinnati. You got to win one of those two on the road against the Browns or the Steelers, I'm uh, guessing. Yeah, but I mean, like before the season, I predicted that they would lose to the Bengals, beat Indy, lose to Cleveland, and then beat Pittsburgh and be three and two. Right. You know, so um, the thing that's scary about Cleveland, their defense is really good. And with Schwartzy, I, I think uh, the thing that helped – the Browns in that game was the Bengals didn't know exactly what they were going to run, and they confused them a bunch. Now, you know, the Ravens have gotten a chance to see what Schwartz is going to do defensively, so they'll have an idea when when they play them. Aaron Rodgers out for the year. What are the Jets going to do? We'll talk about that as the program rolls on. Matter of fact, joining us later in the show, Michael Lombardi. Vinny, you know him. You guys used to work together. No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't? No. What happened? We never worked together. He was, when I was in San Fran, he, he was, he'd was he been gone for like, I don't know, three years or so. So, no, he we have never been. I thought you guys, uh, your pads have crossed no. at some point. No, nope, never. Nope. Never never crossed, but I I mean, I've, I've known him, but I've, I've, we've never crossed. He's got a new book coming out, Football Done Right, setting the record straight on the coaches, players, and the history of the NFL. Three-time Super Bowl champion Michael Lombardi joins us. At noon, we'll talk about what's happening. Oh, what should the Jets do? Should they get a Colt McCoy? Should they go for a Matt Ryan who looked dreadful last year for the Colts? We'll talk to Michael about that. Jim Hunter's joining us at 11 o'clock. Talk about the Orioles. They were dreadful last. Well, with runners in scoring position, one for 12. Speaks for itself, but they could still win yet another series and handle their business tonight against St. Louis. Biggest series they've had at home regular season-wise is huge against Tampa. National TV huge. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. He actually uh, made some checks and made some calls out there on the field. Um, sometimes it went our way, sometimes it didn't, you know, but that's what practice comes in. Uh, you know, we're going to work on that Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, all the way up to Friday. Lamar Jackson talking about the uh, ability, the freedom, if you will, to change plays at the line of scrimmage in this new offense run by Todd Munkin. As we all know, as we all watch the game, the offense didn't flow like a well-oiled machine. No. By any stretch of the imagination, it had a lot of hiccups. Lamar threw a pick, lost a fumble, was sacked four times. So it was there. But how much better is it incremental things that you're hoping for? Or is it just the light turns on within a week? Cincinnati's defense, a couple of young safeties there. They weren't overwhelmed by the Browns by any stretch of the imagination. But Watson made a couple of big throws to extend drives. That yeah, was key and, for and them. Chubb made some runs, right? You know, but back to the right. Oh, oh, oh we're doing Ravens at ten thirty, right? The the film. film at ten thirty, Ravens. Right. Film. Well, with the Bengals, I I would expect. I I think it'll be comfort level. I think uh, Burroughs, you know, had his preseason game. I mean, Bob, he sucked last year against Pittsburgh because he missed all preseason, threw four picks, and then they come back and then they go on a run. I ex- They have too many good players on offense for it not to. So I expect them to be back and better than ever offensively and be in the top five offensively, not being last in the league offensively yeah, after one game. And he pretty much said too, Vinny, after the game, you know, this is what happens when your quarterback doesn't play in the preseason or misses most of training camp. Because last year it was the appendicitis. Yep. And then this year it was the calf. So even he admitted that, you know, we're we're a little on the rusty side. But he did get he got banged up a little bit by Cleveland and we talked about Miles mm-hmm. Garrett. And, and look, the Ravens <laughs> had ten quarterback hits themselves against Houston. So can we sit here and say with confidence, maybe not great confidence, but confidence that Joe Burrow's not going to get comfortable because in all three games last year, Mike McDonald's defense made him uncomfortable a lot. Yeah, I, and Bob, I think, I think you know, the Ravens have better rushers this year than they did last. I mean, JPP and, you know, and um, Justin, Houston. Justin Houston, all the, I think they're faster and they're, I think they're better. Um and I think Queen, um, I think they'll get pressure because I'm not Jonah Williams. I don't think is a very good right tackle. I think they'll be able to get pressure there. And Orlando Brown, I think they'll be able to run around him, you know, some. But they're going to give him some help too. They put a tight end over there at time. I mean, you know what's crazy is the guy that you're paying what? What's he getting? Like 18 mil a year or 16 mil a year? You got to give that guy help. Oh, Zeus Junior. Yeah, yeah. And then inside, they're not. You know, I mean, Garrett lined up over the guard and center. I mean, he just wore them out. You know, and I and I would hope that either um, Oway or Ajabo 
can do that role too, you know, over the center or guard and just beat. I mean, just because with quickness, I mean, that's what Garrett did. Just push him back, swam around him, and boom, you know, he's in the quarterback's face. And I would think that uh, they will have the opportunity to do that too. I just, I still don't think the offensive line's great. Otherwise, they're really good everywhere else offensively. Last week against the Browns, two sacks, 10. Quarterback hits for Cleveland. Zadarius Smith had four. Same with Miles Garrett. And Zadarius is scary inside. I mean, he just creates mismatches on the inside against those guards and centers. You know, and then Garrett did it too. They had a lot of pressure up inside. You know, and then Garrett, he just would walk Orlando Brown back to the quarterback and just throw him over. You know, I mean, uh, that's a, I mean, Miles Garrett's like a freak because he's like 270 pounds or, you know, I mean, He's powerful, he's strong, he's fast. And you got to count for that dude on defense. And then with Zadarius, he's really good on the inside. And the other thing, too, was the element of surprise. And I think uh, since he was shocked a little bit, you know, Schwartz, he was putting 11 up. You know, they confused him. They confused him. That's what they did. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed Wild Ravens film study coming up. Bottom of the hour, Jim Hunter talking Orioles coming up. Top of the hour, whip around 11-15. Cordell Woodland will talk Ravens with him. Ravens back at practice today. Looking ahead to Cincinnati, three-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs as week two is here. This season's going to fly by. I mean, look at baseball. The Orioles have, what, 18 games left? Yeah. So it's, middle of, it's middle of September already. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to uh, Bill in Baltimore. Bill, what's happening? What's, what's going on, guys? How y'all doing today? Hey, Bill. All right. Hey, Vinny, you said something all, all you know, uh, during the, um, you know, the training camp. And what I saw on film was this, we have a fast defense, man. I mm. mean, I think I think Medobike, he shot out with, on his sack. I was impressed with how, how fast he is. And O'Day, O'Deffy, whatever his name is, man, he was all over the field. So O-way? I'm yeah, thinking, I mean, there it O-way. Is. Yeah, O'Way. He runs four uh-huh. four. Man, that guy he he's tall. He he runs, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking. I thought Clowney play. I just feel like I feel like they got a chance because I still think that uh, that Burrow is still dealing with. A, I, I think it's getting better, but I think his calf is still not a hundred. And I think we can get after him. I, that's that's my thoughts, guys. All right, Bill. Thanks for the call. And look, he's been gotten after yeah. pretty much. His even the year they went to the Super Bowl, count the playoffs, got sacked like ninety times yeah. or something crazy. He got banged up, but he's a little bit on the rusty side right now. Yeah, the timing's off. You know, that's that's the big thing is with the the timing being off, and you know, with because he's his receivers are outstanding, so they're gonna get it eventually. And let's just hope that it takes another week. That that's a thing. Hopefully they're timing. I just think though, home game, um, they've got one game under their belt. They'll be feeling, you know, a little better about that. I just, uh, I just think they're going to score some points. We have time for another call. You make the call on the call. Let's get out to the phones. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Orioles lose last night five two to the Cardinals. John Means, however, made his return to the rotation first time since last April. Was hitting ninety four. On the gun. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's happening? Hey, good morning, Bob and Vinny. Morning. Hey, Rashawn. All right. Hey, uh, listen, before I get to the Orioles, right, got a suggestion for the Jets situation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, the, the, bet, the bet's riding. No, <laughs> right. bet, bet's riding. 
I was going to back <laughs> off, but I don't hurt it. Q was popping off. We still got this. We still got that. We still, all right. We still got the bet then. Bet's, <laughs> bet's alive. But won't they go sign Joe Flacco back, right? He knows yeah. the system, right? You know, and just in case, you know, once they bench uh, Zach Wilson again, you know, Joe can get him maybe the seven wins. Joe doesn't the five know the system. Zach Wilson. Joe, d- Joe hadn't been with Hackett. Mm-mm. Oh, there's a new guy in there. Yeah. Huh? And don't you uh, need at least a little mobility in what with Hackett's yeah. trying to do uh, here? Joe sucked last year. I mean. And the year before. Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> you know, well, the dog in, but come on. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather much have Matt Ryan. What y'all rather have? Matt oh. Ryan over Joe Flacco? Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I'll keep Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, I feel you, man. But, um, I'm either Tom Brady Carson Wentz or still active or is Carson? Oh, that was one I read on CBS. That was one of the guys. Carson that, you Wentz, know, baby. Here you go. Because they need a backup. About him. Too. Yeah, he's still, he's still out of job, too. That's crazy, man. Like, he just fell off, man. Yes, he did. Uh, yeah. But I'm um, on to the Orioles, right? So uh, tough loss last night. I guess it was solid out by means, though. Sure. But you said leaving all them runners on base. Double and, um, plays is what killed him. Yeah, McCann yeah, was, it was uh, like three, Jesus, with three the bases loaded, no, you know. McCann was killing him, sad hit into a double play late. Yeah. Exactly. You that's, get a pop-up and you get a run. That's not their M.O. One for 12. Right, right. But again, and then, they lead the majors in batting average with runners in scoring position even after last night. That's why you don't get mm-hmm. swept because you get clutch hits. Right, right. Now, in the morning show, I, I, I said this in the morning show, and Rob disagreed with me. I said, man, you don't leave your hottest hitter out of the lineup last night, which is Aaron Hicks. You know, he was on the tear. But Rob was like, well, you got to give the guys rest. I'm like, man, not when he's scorching hot like that. Man, that could have made a difference in that game last night with Aaron Hicks in there. Mounty uh, was riding the pines, too. He got a pinch hit later and walked uh, in the game. But, hey, look, you know the Orioles won 91 games, right? Rashawn, yeah, yeah, uh, and you and you got to start with this football mentality. By the but when we're talking next Monday, they're going to have clinched the playoff spot, and who knows, might be real close to clinching the division. Yeah, I hope so, man. I hope we win this game tonight, win this series, and um, at least split with the Devil Rays. I mean, I mean the Rays, yeah. at least split with them. You know, I mean, no doubt. Other than that, you know, we shall see, man. But y'all have a good one, though. All right. There's Rashawn. <laughs> Every loss is like gut wrenching to him. Yeah, I mean, it was. Hey, was it a tough loss? Sure. Was it a season ender? No. Is it just a bump in the road to get into the playoffs? Obviously. And as Vinny said, the double play ball was like it was almost like they were doing an instructional film on how on how to hit in the double plates. And Bob, and they if uh, Acuna doesn't fumble the one, they would have had another double play. Yep. Orioles hit into three DPs last night. But can win the series, and that's kind of all that matters as they've got Kyle Gibson going for win number 15, trying to stack back-to-back quality starts, and then tomorrow night things get real as the Tampa Bay Rays come to town. Tampa lost last night. We'll get to all of that with Jim Hunter and the American League East report. Ravens three-and-a-half-point dogs at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I don't want to say it's a must-win, but you don't want to be 0-2 and and 0-2 in the division. Ravens a little bit banged up right now. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, 
You deserve an ice cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Good evening, 105.7 The Fan. Ravens have completed their first game, and they did that a few days ago. Of course, Sunday afternoon against the Houston Texans. They win that one 25-9. But we must point out the good and the bad, and we will right now with Vinny's film study. Yeah, here's the thing about it is, I mean, let's not forget, they did win 25-9, you know, and they were, what, 10-point favorites, and they covered the spread, and, you know, you won an NFL game. You know, a team that you're supposed to beat? Yes. All right. Now, offensively, watching the film, they got a lot of work to do. A lot of work. You know, and why do I say that? The timing on everything is, you know, it's kind of hit and miss. Kind of like Harb says. Sometimes they do good. Sometimes they do bad. What do I mean by that? I showed you the clip, Bob, of there's, you know, they're running routes. There's two wide receivers, you know, running at about 8 to 10 yards deep. Standing, there's nobody else in the pitcher around them, and Lamar is in the pocket and throw the ball. That's the timing. I mean, they're only 10 yards deep. Boom, you got a set throw, and he holds the ball. And then what happens? Then he starts to scramble up, and then he's jumping up in the air and throwing it in the ground. And everybody says, Oh, the O line sucked. They pressured him. No, Lamar, Lamar. And, and right now, I mean, it's Lamar's first game. He's got to control everything. And was everything perfect? No, not even close to being perfect. He's got to get much sharper. The sharper he gets, the sharper the offense is going to be because he's going to make the O-line look better. Just like in 19, you know, the O-line had three pro bowlers. Why? Because he's making these runs. And they, they may not be blocking anybody, but he's still making these runs. And he's got to control the offense. Another one, zero, zero blitz. uh, Odell's on the right side. He runs a 10-yard out. There's no way in hell. He's got to run a hot route, you know, and somebody's got to communicate. Otherwise, does Odell see that or is Lamar calling that? Who's calling it? Because Lamar's back there. He's got nowhere to throw, and he's just backpedaling, backpedaling, you know, and then throws the ball away or gets sacked. Those are the things. And then um, the tight ends, tight ends weren't really involved (laughs) offensively, but they cannot block at all. I, Bob, I showed you. They run a quick screen. Likely's going out to the corner. Out to the corner to block the corner. And I show the, the video clips. It goes boom, boom. And then the corner goes and makes the tackle three yards deep. And Likely still hadn't tackled. Hadn't even touched him yet. 
I mean, you got to break down. You know, you got to go block somebody. How's that play supposed to work? Otherwise, you know, if you get Zay Flowers one-on-one, he's going to go make a play. But if you don't block a corner, then they they put, you know, they got him back there five yards. You know, and Kohler, he lines up on the line of scrimmage. He let people cross his face, come right down inside. You know, you want to say, oh, shit. Oh, they. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know. They fired up today, baby. Yeah. uh, I mean, you want to say, oh, you know, they can't run the ball. That's because. You know, the defensive end comes slanting in, and if Kohler, all he's got to do is get his head across, and he doesn't. But hasn't this been kind of a concern as you've seen it all along? I mean, was it worse than you anticipated, or was it as bad as you thought it was going to be? Blocking of the tight ends, by the way. Usually likely can block in space, Bob, but I mean, it was like he wasn't engaged. (laughs) And Kohler, Bob, watching college film, he ain't a blocker. You can line him up at the line of scrimmage. He ain't blocking anybody, and he didn't. He doesn't play strong, um, and he, he's, he is not a good blocker. And, and that's, you know, they miss Josh Oliver in the run game. They miss. And in the pass game, they miss him, especially pass protection. Now, the other thing was they were with the offensive line. Like in the run game, you got a combo. Like the center, you know, he's going to help the guard, and then he combos up to the linebacker. You know, and they weren't. They, they were missing their combo blocks. And like Ricard, he misses his guy, and then they get – if Ricard blocks his guy, then all of a sudden, instead of getting three, you're getting seven. So there were so many little things that if we get our blocks, we get a lot more plays and stuff. But there was – it was – I'll guarantee you Todd Munkin probably wanted to throw up after watching it. No. Oh. Well, that would be an unpleasant situation for sure. But there is some, like some of the, like some of the throws, you know, like when he hit um, Odell on a deep one, they kept Ricard in to help block. That perfect throw, by the way. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So they just need a lot of. They, that's the lack of preseason. I mean, because Bob, you know, you play a couple preseason games or play a few series in the preseason, you know, and then the speed and all those things probably helps out some, um, but. Um, they got a lot of work to do offensively right now. And it all starts with one guy, Lamar. Because Lamar's got to get the timing correct. He's got to get the reads correct. He's got to get the throw. Because it's not always the old line's fault. And if he's holding the ball, it's not the old line's fault because the ball should have been out. It's 5880 The fan will get to the defense coming up at 1245. If you're on the phones, we will get you when we come back at 410-583-1057. Woman Crush Wednesday. Jim Hunter talking about the Orioles. The loss last night. Okay. The return of means. What does this mean for the rotation? Not just in the final couple weeks of the season, but in October. Whip around what happened in the world of sports. Well, a lot historically for sure. We'll get to that. And we'll talk Ravens with Cordell Woodland at 1130. Ravens back at practice today. Bengals lose at Cincinnati, Cincinnati three-and-a-half-point favorite. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 Fan. Tyler has, a, has an ankle sprain, so uh, I'd say week to week right now. Ronnie has a, a knee sprain. Uh, so, again, that'll be kind of sim- similar to Tyler right now. So, we'll see where those guys are at, but they could be out this game. Week to week, whatever that means in football terms, like baseball day to day. You can play Tuesday, you might play Friday. We don't really know. Week to week, kind of the same thing since you only play once a week. But 
If we're going to do voice analyzing, John Harbaugh didn't sound overly optimistic about either guy playing this week against the Bengals. No, I don't. Well, you say week to week and you're playing in five days. I don't. Yeah, (laughs) they're not even going to be practicing. That's why. I mean, Bob, that's why I wanted to look at the roster, why they went to sign Kyle Fuller, you know, who's a center that came from Seattle, because they need guys to practice. I mean, they have, what, nine offensive linemen on the roster, so you put down two, and all of a sudden you got seven, and you only got two. You got uh, two on the practice squad. You need ten, you know, to have two groups. And so they had to add another Another guy to get some depth. But losing Lindenbaum, Lindenbaum was playing good, you know, I thought. And the big difference, you know, after watching Mustafer on film, Bob, is, is he's not as strong. He gets tossed around a lot more than Lindenbaum does. You know, I mean, we're talking about a guy, you know, in Lindenbaum who we felt like could be a Pro Bowl guy sure. to a guy who's just a guy off the street, you know. So there's going to be a huge, huge difference there. Now with Ronnie losing Ronnie, you know, I, I watched the film. I mean, Ronnie, when he's got a guy that wants to rush on the outside speed rush, Ronnie's athletic as hell. He can do that kind of stuff. Anything where athleticism is involved, he's good. When you want to throw toughness in there, then that's the issue with him. Bull rushes and all those kind of things, he has a hard time with all those things. Let's get out to the phone. Sports at 583-1057 is the number. Jim Hunter, our colleague, Baltimore Baseball tonight, joining us top of the hour. Talk about the Orioles trying to win that series against St. Louis and then this epic matchup with the Tampa Bay Rays starting tomorrow night on national TV. Let's go to Rob and Bel Air. Rob, what's happening? Hey, what's up, guys? I want to first talk about the Orioles first because I, I do want to talk about what Vinny went over because I have a lot of agreement with that. But – uh, Bob, I, I go to maybe two Oriole games a year, if I can, and every time I go, they win. And I went to the one where they won 11-5. to five. Get your ass down there this weekend. I, I know. We've already talked about that. Because my wife gets these tickets for her, her work, which is great. Right. But, and we were in Section 23, so that even made it even better. But um, seeing it live and seeing um, when Cedric Mullins came up to hit the home run, I, I had a he, I had a feeling. I said he's either going to hit a long fly ball to get that run in, or do something heroic. And it always seems you, you could feel it in the stadium. You could see how good they are. Austin Hayes catch when you're watching it live, that thing looked like it was going. It looked like it was heading towards the wall. I mean, it did. I mean, which it was. But the way he tracked it and did that to see it in person is incredible. To see them guys like that close that gap. I mean, yeah. if in the blink of an eye, it's what goes from a double yeah. to an out, and then you could see even the opposing dugout throw their hands up, like, "What the hell was that?" It's amazing. And then there's the legend of Fuji. When Fuji comes out, I'm telling you, Bob, the crowd goes nuts. They start chanting food. I mean, it's, <laughs> and then when you see it from the side view, except for the first pitch, but then it went almost over the whole thing. <laughs> we did that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> the speed of pitch. the ball. The speed of the ball going when you see it live, you're like, how the heck does anybody hit that thing? You know, you sit there, and you're right. If he could get his control, and sometimes when I think he starts walking, I think the confidence start. You could see the if he just let it fly and was accurate, I think he'd be one of the most dominant closers. That's just where I am. He's going to be. He's going to be huge for them in the playoffs. By the way, the guy for uh, Helsey for St. Louis, he was throwing like a buck o two last night. I I saw that. And let me tell you, St. Louis's uh, front lineup is n- no slouches nope. either. With Goldsmith and all them, you're, that's that's 
it's not like you're playing some scrubs there. And I mean, this, uh, the, the Walker and the Win, they've got some really good young ball. Newt Bar, they got oh some good God. young players, man. Oh, it's incredible. The Ravens. Vinny, all I kept hearing people say is that O-line is trash. O-line is trash. But the problem, the thing that I saw in there is Lamar holds the ball too long. Yeah. People I know that were at the game were saying that those receivers did their break and they were there. Lamar, but I mean, I'm not comparing Lamar to when Josh Johnson did it, but Josh was getting it out quick, yeah. and he was getting it to the. And these weren't the OBJs and the Batemans and all that. That's been my complaint about Lamar. Mm-hmm. There is time when Lamar is a great athlete. And sometimes I think he's trying to, I don't know, think they're, look when they're completely wide open. But in the NFL, sometimes not everybody's completely wide open. You've got to be able to throw players open mm-hmm. or get it there quickly. And I didn't see that in that game. I did not, and it was sloppy. Yep. And, and, and you get sacked when that happens. And, and a, lot of, a lot of the things that happened in that game were Lamar's fault. And he'd probably take blame for a lot of that because – you know, he's controlling the show and he's got to control it. And you got to get the go back to, like you said, that Josh, Tampa, Josh Johnson, that drive, awesome. And then how about Huntley against Philly? Got yep. the ball out real quick, boom, boom, boom. You know, awesome. that's how the that's what we've got to see Lamar doing because that makes the offense tick. Until we see Lamar doing that, right. we're going to have, he's going to be holding the ball and he's going to be scrambling. One more thing that that also scares me. Every time they go play, you know, with the injury history of the Ravens, that field they're about to play on is not good when it comes to injuries. I mean, no field is really good with those turf, with those turf fields, but something about that Bengal logo, and when you go and watch it, it doesn't make me feel good because every time you watch a Raven game, you're always, when they say, oh, there's a Raven injured, I don't know if you noticed this too, Bob, it's never like, oh, it's a little small injury. It's always something significant. It always is with that. I don't know what it is, but every time you're like, oh, he's probably out for the season or six or eight games. But that's what scares me about that field they're about to play on. It's just, it's a house of horrors of injuries. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but we, I mean, they can't afford major players getting significant injuries in the second game of the season like the first one. All right, Rob, thanks for the call. It was a house of horrors for the Ravens. Wild card round last January. Sam Hubbard turning what could have been a KO punch touchdown into what turned out to be a KO punch touchdown the other way. For the Cincinnati Bengals, we'll talk to Cordell Willen about that at 11.30. But coming up next, Jim Hunter, voice of the Orioles, long time now, our colleague here on Baltimore Baseball tonight, talking about the series with St. Louis that wraps up tonight. Kyle Gibson going for win number 15. And then the epic series against Tampa starting tomorrow night, whip around 11.15. It's Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Favorite female artist or band. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.